This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A Rentham man released from prison nine days ago is back behind bars. He says because of false allegations of domestic assault and kidnapping. 44-year-old George J. Moses of Plainville was ordered held in jail on $5,000 cash bail last week after pleading innocent in the Rentham District Court. The defendant, who listed himself as a paralegal, argued his own case at the bail hearing. Now, Moses is being held in jail without bail for an alleged probation violation because of his new arrest last Sunday. Moses was released from prison on December 29th after serving a 7-10 to year sentence for domestic assault assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon, and four other charges. State police may also file charges after a chase which ended with his arrest after a pursuit off Central Street in Mansfield last Sunday night. State police attempted to stop his car after receiving information from the Foxborough police that Moses allegedly assaulted his 47-year-old girlfriend and prevented her from leaving her room at the Comfort Inn located off of Route 140 in Foxborough. Moses is due back in court on March 6th. A previously postponed hearing on a residential and office complex on Wall Street was further delayed after last Thursday's snowstorm. The Foxborough Planning Board's hearing on the proposal by Charles River Equity Partners, LLC, originally scheduled for last Thursday, has been rescheduled for January 25th. The developer is proposing an office residential complex on a vacant site once occupied by Grossman's and more recently by Star Engineering. The developer has applied for a special permit to construct a 4,600-square-foot office building together with 50 housing units on the unused site at 29 Wall Street. The proposed construction is part of a flurry of planned redevelopment projects in the downtown area, including a mixed-use development on South Street and the reuse of a town-owned property That includes the old fire station and the former Keating Funeral Home. Meanwhile, the Town Historical Commission has imposed a temporary delay on the demolition of two 19th century properties on South Street that was considered for redevelopment. When rescue workers from Foxborough and other surrounding towns transport victims in need of medical attention, They are usually taken to Norwood Hospital in Norwood or Sturdy Memorial Hospital in Attleboro. And Sturdy Memorial Hospital just concluded 2017 with its 32nd straight financial surplus, according to the hospital's annual report. At last week's annual meeting of the Sturdy Memorial Foundation, the parent of the hospital, and Sturdy Memorial Associates members were all told the hospital 
recorded a surplus of $2,804,464. Operating expenses for the year totaled $221,628,620, including $4.8 million in uncompensated care for services provided to those who could not or would not pay for their medical treatment. President and Chief Executive Officer Dr. Bruce Arbach highlighted the accomplishments from fiscal 2017, including the opening of the Mildred McCann Ball 4 unit, purchase of new medical technology, recruitment, and the opening of two new medical service facilities, the South Attleboro Urgent Care Center and the Sturdy Memorial Associates Facility in Plainville. A brief power failure impacted residents and businesses in both Foxborough and Plainville last Friday afternoon. A broken conductor on a utility pole on Spruce Street in Foxborough was blamed for the power failure that affected a little over 1,000 customers. Customers in the southern end of Foxborough and eastern portion of Plainville lost power for about 15 minutes according to Foxborough Police and a spokesman for National Grid. The power failure was reported around 2.15 p.m. and was restored at about 2.40 p.m., according to National Grid. Police and fire officials reported a downed wire on Spruce Street in the area of Interstate 495. Police reduced traffic down to one lane while National Grid made the repairs. According to police, it only took National Grid workers about 10 minutes to make the repairs and restore power to Foxborough and Plainville customers. A new meeting room policy for Foxborough public buildings. That story coming up next. There are many sounds in your daily life. Ones that make you smile. <laughs> Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless Emergency Alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. A new meeting room policy presented to the Foxborough Board of Selectmen in last Tuesday's meeting would bar any political parties from using town meeting space as well as institute other restrictions on all outside groups. The policy would apply to the McGinty Room at the Public Safety Building, the Conference Rooms and Selectmen Meeting Room in the Town Hall, and the Meeting Room in the Foxborough Senior Center. Other restrictions would include requiring outside groups to either add the town to their own insurance policy or sign a waiver when using a room. 
A town employee must also be present at any meeting during non-business hours. Selectman James DeVello said the policy did not seem welcoming and could be intimidating to outside groups and encouraged town manager Bill Keegan to get the public's perspective on the issue while writing the final version of the policy. The selectman requested the town manager's office include one or two citizens in the decision-making, as well as someone from a non-profit group who uses the rooms frequently. And finally, the Orpheum Theater in Foxborough is now known as the Marilyn Rodman Performing Arts Center. The new name was unveiled at a gala ceremony last Saturday, which was attended by more than 300 people. Marilyn Rodman, the late wife of auto dealer and philanthropist Don Rodman, was an advocate for exposing young people to the arts and music. Selectman Jim DeVellis, president of the theater's board of directors, said the naming is a fitting tribute to a woman who recognized the need for children's exposure to and participating in the arts. DeVellis also paid tribute to the theater's director, Bob Hickey, and cited the theater's remarkable progress. Vice President of the theater, Rachel Calabrese, also thanked everyone for the support the Reborn Theater has received. The unveiling of the theater's new name came during a festive evening filled with entertainment. Rodman's son, Craig, was on hand to formally accept on behalf of the Rodman family. Dignitaries at the event included State Senator Paul Feeney, State Representative Jay Barrows, Town Manager Bill Keegan, and Foxborough Planning Director Paige Duncan. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.